No one gets destroyed from the outside. This is what Jogi Bhajan says about stress. And this week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast, we are going to be talking about stress, what it is, why it doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing, how we actually process and project that into the world, and more importantly, how to actually overcome it so that it doesn't create physical and mental instabilities. Sadna, I'm a beautiful sovereign woman. I am Jodhira Jukar, and I help entrepreneurial women of color heal their subconscious programming by healing their inner child, releasing cold depression, and breaking ancestral karmic cycles. And this beautiful queens is our movement, our movement of women taking their sovereignty back. Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show. It's so exciting to be back on this beautiful Monday, right after this very, very powerful new moon we just had yesterday, depending on where we are in the world, yesterday into today. And this new moon in Aries is just one that uh, really pushes us forward with a lot of momentum, a lot of energy into our new life that first started to sprout or really began seeding back in the Great Conjunction, December 2020. And yesterday was very, uh, very momentous day. If I can, I could definitely feel the energy moving forward. Uh, I actually, in the morning, we hosted a beautiful new moon circle inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, which is my virtual wellness and spiritual center. This is where our movement of sovereignty is housed. And uh, every month we host a guest teacher as well as a, a new moon circle to use this, this energetic portals. Cause it's really, that's what it is. It's, portals for manifestation. Our ancestors use these cycles, you know, to set intentions, to direct the energy. And so we've been doing this now. And, and we had this beautiful moon circle with uh, Kylie. You all can find her on, on Instagram, uh, Healing with Kylie. Uh, she was one of our podcast guests as well. And she's a, a, a yoga teacher as well as a Reiki uh, master. And just uh, the experience was just so heart opening. We had this uh, meditation experience where I, for a while, for a long time, I haven't really done a meditation with just, just listening to myself. I'm always doing like chanting or some type of mantra. And, and this time around, it was, it was just what I needed to like really help me settle into the body and download what this new one was trying to really steer me to. And, and I feel really liberated and, and really happy and just excited, excited about this new cycle because one of the things I keep telling uh, the beautiful women of Satori is that life and time, time is not linear at all. We, we look at our healing journey and our journey of transformation and evolution of our soul and it's not at all where you can compare it to something that will happen first, second, or third it's cycles. It's, it's these cycles that come back and forth almost in a way to elevate you higher and higher into this mountain of, of higher consciousness. And this is why we infinite, you know, the, the Tao Te Ching, it's a beautiful scripture that Lao Tzu uh, wrote. He's another ascended master. And one of the quotes in there that has always stuck with me because I'm a Capricorn action person who wants it all now is that infinite patience produces immediate results. And that's one that I almost wanted to get tattooed onto my forehead because it is true. You know, we are in this new moon energy of initiations of brand new beginnings. It's the first one of the year and it's potent, right? If you can, we can all feel it, you know, it's like, so it's instead of looking at it as, as a 
being a feeling afraid, which Pluto can do because Pluto is conjunct this new moon in Capricorn and Pluto destroys and Pluto can be considered as a malefic kind of energy. In a way, we can really see this energy as a, the beauty of, of, of the starting point of initiation. It's almost when you start to see the sprouting of the flower that you planted or the, or the vegetable that you planted and you're going to eat one day, right? It's looking at that those inkling awareness of new life and being appreciative of that moment in time and space instead of trying to get to the end or trying to get to a point where you feel like you're more at home or feel like more uh, certain. And, and the truth is, and when we can do that, and especially when we use these new moon cycles to set intentions, to practice meditation, to practice the inner work, which is what we did yesterday, we can break a lot of karmic cycles and we can collapse time and we can move into new timelines where we're not experiencing these lower frequency emotions. So, and then yesterday after the new moon uh, circle, I had a workshop I hosted for this beautiful community who's focused on bringing together women, white women who are focused on actually healing the the I guess the after effects I would call them of racism and how their ancestors themselves ancestors themselves have passed perhaps the racism behaviors to them and this is a beautiful woman Gigi uh, I don't want to butcher her last name but I did post it on my Instagram she actually created this foundation as an African American woman to bring together white women who are wanting to do this work to heal their racist. Uh, behavioral patterns and I thought it was just a much needed organization in this world and she asked me to host a workshop on healing ancestral karma specifically racism and we did that right after the workshop so you can only imagine my new moon was very like whoa who am I oh wait this is what I always wanted to do and here I am and now it's time for me to surrender to it and I think in your life you can look at it as well as see where have you been really feeling afraid to not step into this new life? And, and how has this new life or how has this new moon shown you where the new inkling awareness of life is? And how can you find reverence? Because that was the card that I pulled this morning. We do a daily card reading and I posted inside of our private, um, we have a telegram group, it's, which is kind of like what's up. But I post a daily reading in there and that was the card for today. It was reverence. It's like, get out of the judgmental mind of I'm in a good place and a bad place. And instead, can I surrender to this moment? Can I find beauty in all of it? Can I have infinite patience that will then produce immediate results, right? Like that's the ultimate challenge that this moon is giving to us because we're starting brand new, all of us are. And so we're going to be talking about stress this week to help us with that. Stress is the number one silent killer of humanity period and it doesn't have to be looked at as a negative way yet <clears throat> if we learn how to process it and we learn what it actually is we can actually use it as an actual pointer as to what we're feeling vibrationally and how to change it you know because again when we leave these bodies you know when you finally take that that last breath you're gonna miss having these feelings that we always want to numb you know it's like man, that feeling of fear or that feeling of crying or that feeling of love, that feeling of even anxiety, those are all part of the human experience. And when we judge them or when we block them and numb them, that's when they become problems in our life. And especially as it relates to stress, you know, stress, there's different types of stress. You know, there's, there's psychic stress 
And psychic stress, a lot of people don't even realize that that exists, but this is the type of stress that, that sits heavy on the subtle body. In Kundalini Yoga, we know we have 10 energetic bodies. The subtle body is what carries the soul in this experience we call life in this journey. And then the subtle body also carries the karmas and the samskaras, which are the energetic imprints and experiences of past lifetimes and of ancestors. And so the subtle body actually uh, carries stress and it's psychic stress. There's energetic stress. There, there are people that do this intentionally and some that don't know they're doing it, but they're sending energy to people because perhaps they're feeling angry at them or envious or jealous. That's psychic pressure. We, we all live in a social media world. You post a picture and people are looking at your photos that is psychic pressure. That is psychic stress. That's why you find a lot of people like celebrities or people that get really big, you know, if they don't have enough life force energy to actually process it, that can become a really big problem. So there's a psychic stress. There's other types of stress also, like uh, perhaps on the nervous system where we're not processing emotions. We're not, our, our glandular system is not working because may have had a traumatic experience this traumatic experience then actually becomes blocked in the physical body so there's also physical stress there's physical stress which really what that is is that it's energy it's emotions that because you didn't shake them off because you didn't learn how to become aware of the lessons of the wisdom right that because of that they actually become stuck inside of the body and, you know, I started the podcast by saying this beautiful quote that Jogi Bhajan says, which says, nothing outside of you kills you. And he was talking about stress. And he was talking specifically about the fact that a lot of us, you know, we talk about these stories that we've had, you know, of abuse, or I was abandoned, I was beat, you know, my grandparents were murdered, or why don't I get to have a past to be angry, to, to feel stressed out, to feel depressed, to, you know, to feel like a victim in, in this world. And the thing is, is that you can do that. You can feel angry. You can feel stressed about life. You can feel all those low frequency emotions, or you have the other choice, which is to go above it, to learn to live above it. Because stress to me means that the world is demanding more of you. More of you, meaning you're a badass. You got a lot to give to this world, right? And it's when you don't know how to respond, which is most of the time people go to addictions, right? They numb their emotions of feeling overwhelmed with alcohol, with drugs or other things. There's so many addictions in this world, right? Netflix can turn into an addiction, right? And uh, instead, what an intelligent, emotionally intelligent person knows to do, and this is what a Kundalini Yogi does, this is what we do inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, this is the inner SWC work, is you learn to increase your life force energy naturally, so you have enough energy to deliver the Dharma, to deliver whatever the world is demanding of you. And that's the whole thing that people don't understand. This is what we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks here on our podcast. It, cold depression is a real thing. And it's the number one ailment that humanity is dealing with. And it's going to be around until probably 2038. 
And that's what Jogi Bhajan talked about all the time, where he spoke about the fact that we have so much outer stimulation and no inner connection. Our nervous systems are crashing. We have no connection to our soul. We're numb. We, we don't feel our feelings. We have an existential crisis. We're not happy. We have lack mentality. There's no true essence of this life being beautiful and joyful. And we're wasting these beautiful moments, like the movie Click on Fast Forward, right? And all of it is because of the stress of the demands of the time. The stress of the demands of the time have a lot to do with the technology that we've been talking about. You know, you've been, you know, getting your attention from social media, all the different platforms, Instagram, Facebook, you Snapchat, all every time, you know, you get an email, a text message, that's a little dopamine, little uh, reaction that the brain does. And so what that's doing is that through cold depression, what's happening is that the brains are deteriorating. When people don't have a daily inner practice of going within, and this is what Kundalini yoga meditation and the SWC method teaches specifically, what you're doing is you're not allowing the brain to get uh, uh, oxygen from all the information you're consuming during the day. And you're also not allowing yourself to create new neural pathways from the subconscious programs that you've had since you were a young child and perhaps even ancestrally karmically passed down to you. So what that's doing to the brain is that it's deteriorating the brain. Literally, it's we know through the science of neuroplasticity, we can scan the brains of human beings. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you've been through a lot of emotional trauma, not, not physical trauma, emotional trauma, your brain could look like that of a 90-year-old versus even if you're 10 versus somebody who has a healthy brain who basically knows how to process emotions. And in this day and age of the age of Aquarius, what that means is going within and doing the inner work as a priority. It's not, it's, I call it my do or die practice. It's not a choice. It's something that I do because I know what happens if I don't. And that has to do a lot with the demands and the pressure of the times. So we're being dinged with emails, text messages, all these different things. We've got the pressures of fast changing times, right? So there's all this different stress that builds up and we still in this time can thrive if we learn how to move our energy if we learn how to actually process these emotions and not allow them to get stuck in the physical body. Now, Jogi Bhajan, the Trantec master talked about three different ways that we actually project or we process the stress. And we're going to look at them here in the next three days. And then on Friday, Lizzie will be back with me. We're going to talk about stress and the real, a real talk type stress situation where let's get to the real nitty about what women are really going through right now. Now, today, I just want to mention the first way that we process stress that Jogi Bhajan mentioned. And I think it's important that we start with that today. So you kind of have a good idea of where we're going here this entire week. And you have a better idea of also how we're going to be able to transcend and overcome this. Because obviously, this is what the goal is. We need to learn to actually elevate our frequency through learning techniques to process so that we can actually change this entire world and change our life. So the first thing that Jogi Bhajan said about stress and how we process it, and I think we've talked a lot about this on the Sovereign Woman Movement show, is he says that we project it out onto the world, people around us, blaming everyone else for our problems. It's your fault. I'm angry, sad, and depressed. And think about it. When you had a very stressful day at work, who is, what do you do? Who's the first person that you take it out on? the first person you see when you come home, right? Whether it's your dog, whether it's your husband, whether it's your son or daughter, 
you don't want to, you don't know how to process the stress and it's in the body, it's in the system. So you lash out and you project it out onto the world. And this is in fact, this karmic cycle that we keep creating that keeps looping us back into these cycles of stress. Because obviously you don't want it in your system, but when you're projecting it out, then what you're doing is now you're giving it to another system. And now both of the systems have it because now both nervous systems have attached. And now you have a really serious situation. So what we do through the inner work, it's very, very important. And we've talked about this. Of course, it has to do with shadow work and being self-aware about your own shadows so that you're not projecting them out. But scientifically, we can look at it as learning how to live in a state where the parasympathetic nervous system is the one that's actually leading your life instead of the sympathetic nervous system. Many of us have a lot of issues in falling asleep at night. And the reason is, is because most of the day we're action, 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 consuming information, consuming information. The sympathetic nervous system is the fight and flight response, you know, the protection, the, the, the taking action, but making sure there's no, you know, craziness happening so that you don't get yourself in danger. And so because we're constantly on that and many people that are going through cold depression, they look like normal people. They're very busy. They keep themselves extremely busy. They drink a lot of coffee all day and energy drinks. But what they're not realizing is that they are basically addicted to being living off of the adrenaline rush of the sympathetic nervous system, which is then taking life force energy and depleting it, which is why they have to go outside of themselves to basically refill the engine, refuel the energy. And so what we want to do through the inner work, and this is what we practice inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, and this is what the deep intensive program that I'm putting together as it relates to the Sovereign Woman Academy is going to be all about, where you're going to be able to work with me on a more group coaching basis. It really allows us to learn how to allow the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxation mode. Relaxation mode is where all the healing happens, where all the transformation happens, to instead allow that to lead our life and not the sympathetic to instead learn to lead with the centered neutral mind not the overreactive negative or overbalanced unbalanced positive mind too which could be very ignorant right if it's not grounded and so through the inner work through the SCBC work which we're going to talk about this week specifically how this actually works inside the system what we can learn to do is learn to live more in the parasympathetic relaxed mode so that we're not projecting out the stress onto the other people and so we're not creating more karma and so that instead we're learning how to process it from within the body and that's what we're going to get into as we move forward into the next couple of days and like I said Lizzie is going to be back with us on Friday now for all of you that have never practiced the inner work of SWC method of kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy which is very specific to my community to the community that we started here Uh, then it is very cool for you to actually be able to join us in our private community right now. We have an Instagram community, which you can find at Sovereign Woman Movement, where I keep you all up to date on everything that's happening inside our community. We actually just closed the doors for enrollment for April's collective of classes. So you will have to wait until we open enrollment again 
for May. I can't believe I'm saying May. That's almost half the year. But yeah, for May coming up here next month. But in the meantime, you can join us in our private Instagram community at Sovereign Women Movement. And you can stay up to date on all these different types of holistic healing teachings, methodologies. And also we have a private Facebook group page just in case you're more into Facebook. And you can find the links in my bio for both of them. Very easy to find us on, on Instagram at Sovereign Women Movement. So today or tomorrow, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the number two way we process stress, how we actually deal with it. We're going to look at the way we should be healing it instead. And then on Wednesday, we'll look at the third way. And like, like I said, on Friday, Lizzie will be back and she'll be here to help us dissect all of it. If you all have any questions at all as it relates to stress, as it relates to anything that you may be going on, uh, maybe happening specifically in your life, feel free to DM me. Feel free to also ask them while we're here in community, especially if we're here live. Love to get them answered for you while the time we're here. So thanks, ladies, so much for being here. I love you all dearly. This is a great week, actually, where we have these new moon energies of pushing us forward into our new life, but also just expansion, a lot of expansion this week. Allow yourself to receive. Allow yourself to remember that unaligned action is going to get you nowhere and that remembering who you are slowing down and inviting on the miracles is the most sovereign way to actually exist in this existence thank you so much for being here sending you all so much love and prayers wishing you a blessed rest of your week and i'll see you all tomorrow Satna. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.